Welcome to the Better Humans podcast, where each episode we dive in with an author from the Better Humans publication and discover advice and insight that actually works. To learn more about the articles we discuss, visit betterhumanspodcast.com or simply Google Better Humans. Now together, let's dig in and all become better humans. Welcome to the Better Humans Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you're all doing really well. My name is Matt East. I'm your host. I'm also a productivity coach and consultant, and I host another podcast called the Goal Achievement Podcast. If you're interested, you can learn more about that podcast and about me at matt-east.com. So let's get into today's show. I'm really excited for it. I get the opportunity to connect with Corey Miller, who uh, she wrote how to do a thousand push-ups in a single day. And she wrote that because she did it. So this is a really fun conversation. As uh, as always, you can easily find the link to Corey's article in the podcast show notes within your podcast player or at betterhumanspodcast.com. Also, really quick thank you to those of you who have uh, left a rating or review for the podcast. Those are Really important because they make it so much easier for new listeners to find the podcast. So keep those coming. We really appreciate those. So thank you so much. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, don't forget to take a moment to subscribe. Also, this episode of the Better Humans podcast is sponsored by Coach.me, where you can receive one-on-one coaching to build your career, get in shape, or learn a new skill. You can currently try any coach on the coach.me platform by using the promo code Matt East Week. That's all one word, just my name plus the word week. So M A T T E A S T W E E K, no spaces. And uh, I personally, I love coach.me. It's incredible. It's full of really amazing coaches and it's very, very reasonably, reasonably priced. So check it out. If you give it a shot, let me know what you think. I absolutely love it and would uh, love to know your your opinion or perspective of it if you uh, if you experience it. So uh, shoot me an email or hit me up on Twitter or LinkedIn or wherever you want to uh, share how it goes. If you try, I would love to hear about your free week. All right, that's it, guys. Let's dig in. Here is my interview with the incredible Corey Miller. Enjoy. Welcome to the Better Humans podcast, Corey. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing great, and I'm totally stoked to talk to you about your article. So you wrote how to do a thousand push-ups in a single day. So I've got to ask you, what inspired you to write this, <laughs> or or to, um, or to do it? I guess is the better question. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll do that. That is an easier question actually <laughs> to answer. Um, what inspired me to do it? I was reading a actually listening to a book. Um, and now I've forgotten the, the name of the guy who did it, but in any case, he, w- he had a seal come and live with him for like a month. And that seal has gone on to write another a book on his own. I think his name is David Goggins. At any rate, I was listening to this book and the guy at the end of it, he says, you know, he got in a thousand pushups in a day. And I thought, well, if he could do it, I could do it. <laughs> so why not? I had already been working out. I just wasn't being consistent because I had gotten bored with my workout, yeah, which is usually okay. what happens. Right. Um, so the book inspired me. I felt like a slacker by the end of the book. I was like, oh man, I'm not doing enough. 
Okay. <laughs> and you talk in the article about kind of the cue, your routine, and then the reward. Can you talk through a little bit about your process for kind of building up to a thousand using that cue and routine and reward idea? Well, I like to do that for a lot of habit change things. I've been doing this sort of mini habits stuff for a number of years at this point. Um, and so I like to put in little things just to remind me and make everything easier. So if some people will do this where they'll go to, go to sleep in their workout clothes, as an example. So they don't have to think about that when they get up in the morning. Um, one of the things that I used to do was put um, shoes, my running shoes in the corner of the bedroom and just put, get out of bed, put on my running shoes. And then I'd go and do whatever I was going to do. Um, so it's about putting things in place that remind me, go and do X. Sometimes I'll sandwich things in between two other things in order to make a habit get into place. So for this particular thing, for doing the push-ups, it was coming off of already doing what I called hundreds. And I would do a hundred push-ups, a hundred uh, body squats, a hundred uh, crunches, and I'd see how fast I could do those. When I got bored with that, because I got to a point where I was able to do it in just a little over five minutes, get all that done. That's when I switched to, I wonder how many I could do. Like, could I do a thousand in a day? I wonder what that would be like. And started doing sets of 25. But the, the cues just were things like a calendar that I always walked by and I put a little check mark on it every time I did something, whether it was the hundreds when I was doing hundreds or it's these pushups, I always had a little check mark if I got that done. Okay. And it really wasn't an if. It was always, I always got it done. So I always got a check mark. Okay. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big, uh, I'm a big fan of James Clear who wrote The Atomic Habit and he uh, definitely believes mm-hmm. in tracking. So you're definitely using using a good, uh, that's a good, that's a good uh, tip right there for the listeners. I love his articles. I oh, love yeah. James Clear. <laughs> no, I love James Clear. Yeah. So he, so yeah, I guess I just mentioned it, but I'll link that in the show notes, guys. If you haven't heard of James Clear, the Atomic Habit is totally worth listening to or uh, reading. And he also, yeah, he's an amazing. That you were kind of you were doing the hundreds, so you had a really good base. And then the first time that you tried to do a thousand, do you remember how many you got? Well, I didn't do them all in one. So this is all about building up because it wasn't about it was an endurance challenge. So it's not about okay. Let me back up. I believe that you have to have a minimum, and you have a have to have a maximum that you're going to do per day. Otherwise, okay. you'll burn out. Okay. And I think that's true for something like this. And so what I did was I'd say, okay, I'm going to do my minimum, absolute minimum was one pushup. And the reason it was that was because if I was, if I was sick or anything like that, just got awful tired, had something else going on. If I did one, then that was a win for the day. I did one. Now that didn't happen because I luckily during the time I was doing this, I actually didn't get sick. I didn't have anything that really prevented me from doing it. I had a couple shoulder issues, but even then I was able to do more than one. Um, but I, my minimum really was, eh, it's 25. Let me knock out 25. I kept going up by 25. That's essentially how I would tackle this. Okay. And then I would say, okay, I need to do so many by eight o'clock. So that might be, I want to do a hundred by eight o'clock. I want to do, you know, a hundred by another hundred by 10 o'clock. And so that I would just keep going up by each time, but I would do it in increments of 25 whenever I was increasing. So if I did 300 today, then I was going to do 325 the next day. Oh, and okay. That makes if sense. If I was at 325, I was going to do 350 the next day. That's typically how I, I did it. And if I had, like I said, I had some 
issues with my left shoulder. Um, and people, it's funny, after the article went out, people warned me about that. And I'm thinking, yeah, could have warned me sooner. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. but, you know, they didn't know me. And I didn't know that, that that I could mess up my shoulders or anything. And so I did tweak my left shoulder a few times and had to back off a little bit. Oh, okay. Let it heal and then go back. But if I, if let's say today was the day that my shoulder wasn't feeling real great and I could only knock out 25 or 50, the next day I didn't start at, if I had already been at 325, the next day I just picked up where I was and went for that goal. I didn't back up and go, well, now I'm only going to do 75. No. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> Back to where I was and said, that's the target is 325 or the target is 500 or whatever it was. Okay. Uh, but I allowed my shoulder to heal a little bit before I would move forward too aggressively. I gotcha. Now, so you were making kind of incremental daily uh, increases until the very end. Didn't you make it like a yeah. really big jump, uh, like, yes. uh, to hit a thousand? <laughs> I did. I, I essentially doubled. I just went like from 500 or something to a thousand. And the, the primary reason there were two things that happened was I'm a substitute teacher and I also substitute as a paraeducator. And so I get called just whenever, right. As a sub, you never know when you're going to go in usually. Sure. But I had this one particular day where I didn't get called by anybody because usually I get called early in the morning. So if nobody's called me by about eight o'clock, I pretty much know I can do something else with my day, you know? <laughs> and so right. on that particular day when it happened, I knew I wasn't subbing anywhere. And so I was like, okay, the only thing I have to do today is ping pong club with the kids later because I volunteer to help with the ping pong club. So I said, okay, I'm going to knock this out. I'm just going to, cause I had gotten really high the day before or something. And I was like, I'm just going to do this. So I started doing the pushups and I got to, I don't know, 700 or something. And I thought, oh, I don't want to have to start again tomorrow. <laughs> so I'll keep oh, pushing yeah. it by, okay. by like three, I had to be at the school by three 30, I think. And so by that time I was up to almost, I think nine 50 okay. by the time I left to go to the school, I was at about 950 pushups. And if I didn't, finish it out on that day, that meant that I was going to have to do it all again the next day. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I don't want to do all that. That meant going up to 950 again the next day and then right. getting to a thousand, which in my mind was not something I wanted to do because <laughs> I was kind of tired at that point. Um, so I got to the school and we have ping pong for, I think about an hour and a half or something like that. And occasionally we take a few breaks. And when we would take a little break, I'd walk over to a hall and knock out some push-ups discreetly and <laughs> come back because I only had 50 more to do, you know? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. So, so, yeah. Okay. So were you feeling like as you were, you know, in your stretch, cause this, this went over a pretty good period of time, like during those months, I guess you did this from like August to December. Were you feeling like pretty strong from doing so many push-ups every day? <laughs> well, you know, at the beginning, I wasn't, I wasn't taking it as seriously as I probably could have. You know, I okay. finished the re listening to the book, and I was I was motivated. Oh yeah, I can do a thousand push-ups, but I hadn't really figured out in my head how long it would take to do the push-ups or like when I wanted to finish getting to a thousand. I hadn't given myself that goal right away. And then when I did give myself that goal, things changed very quickly. Um, so that's where you can see, even in the article, I, I think there's some dates there of when things started to change. Um, so yeah, I started like August, but then November, December, I just started cranking out a whole bunch of push-ups. but that was because I had made a decision that they had to be done by mid-December. 
Oh, if I yeah, started, I saw I that. I do see that. So you're big. You really did a huge jump over like a one-month period then, like yeah. November 7th to December 11th, okay? Yeah, because okay. I was being kind of lazy before that. <laughs> oh, and yeah, right. You, did, you were doing 300 a day in September. <laughs> That's super <laughs> lazy. Well, you know, it was. I, I really just didn't have an, an end goal, and all of it was because I didn't think it through. Um, mm. On that particular goal, I didn't think, oh, if I did X per day, that would get me by this point, you know, to this level by this point. Now to answer your question about, did I feel stronger? The interesting thing to me is on one hand, yeah, I was definitely stronger. My upper body got stronger, but I didn't have the results in other areas that I thought might be there because, you know, you're doing pushups and that means you're engaging your core muscles quite a bit too. Mm -hmm, For sure. And and that did not get as strong as I thought that it would from doing so many pushups. And I I found that really isn't it? I found that really interesting because the other point of doing the push-ups was to one, build up my core. So it would help my back mm-hmm. back injury. So I was like, okay, but it didn't, it did not have that same effect, which were you, did you, but okay. Did you notice you had to take in more like calories during when you were getting up to like three, four 500 a day or no? No, I didn't really do that. I mean, I was already eating quite a bit of protein at the time. Um, I'm a vegetarian. So, but I was increasing my, my protein because it helps me sleep, but I wasn't really doing anything like eating a lot more. I ate more when I did my hundreds and timed myself doing hundreds mm-hmm. because that required cardio to get things done, to do a hundred of each one of those things and really see quickly. how fast you can do them. Mm-hmm. That, that kind of wears you out. The thousand pushups doing it, you know, and I know it sounds crazy, but you're, you're spreading it out throughout the day. So you're not doing you know, a thousand pushups before eight o'clock, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. or at least I didn't. <laughs> Where was the weirdest place you like dropped and did 25 pushups? Do you remember? <laughs> there were, um, one was a bathroom <laughs> I figured, you know, oh, no. um, at a school, but it was at a school. So it wasn't that bad. Oh, one was a bathroom. Um, but you know, you can wash your hands right after that. So it's not like it's a huge oh, deal. That is hilarious. And then uh, the the hallways, I think, were or even in a classroom when the ones in the classroom. Oh, that's great! Also, okay. I did do push-ups in a classroom when a student was in there, but it was because we weren't starting class yet, and he had come in, and, and I was about to to do them, and he walked in, and I said, "Well, I'm already committed to this plan, so <laughs> I'm going to do the push-up." <laughs> that's great. And I, I told him what I was doing, and he just thought that was. But most most of the kids who found out I was doing this thought this was just outrageous that I was oh, trying to hit so this. Cool. Um, adults thought I was a little nuts, but the the kids were just, really you're you're doing what now? <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. So did like your motivation ever? You know, did you ever hit like a lull, or did you stay pretty motivated the entire time? Um, I didn't hit a major lull, but I definitely got tired. Um, but I think it's because, you know, again, I start to do an exercise. If I do it too long, I get bored with it. And so that, I think, is actually what motivated me to push so hard to just finish because I had been doing it. In my mind, I had already been doing it for months. You know, it had been a long time. I wanted to be finished with that project and move on. Right. That's essentially how I looked at it because I look at it as, as a project. So I did this 1,000 push-up challenge. Let me finish it so I can do the next thing that I'd like to do, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So we talked, the motivation oh. didn't completely go away, though. 
Okay, cool. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Will you talk for a second about, so you mentioned three P's of goal attainment, a plan, persist, and prosper. Could you chat through that for a second? You know, that's pretty much how I approach everything that I do. Um, and so for Ardent Path, which is my, my business is Ardent Path, coaching and consulting. And so I really encourage people through my writing to plan through their processes and then let that be their guide. But don't, don't be so regimented about it that you can't have some flexibility. You've got to have something in there. Um, I think what's his name uh, that we talked about before clear. Sometimes he, I think he talks about cheat times or whatever. I think Tim Ferriss talks about that. He has a, a cheat day or something like that. It's all about allowing some flexibility, even if you've got your plan. Mm -hmm. So that's part of it. And I think having the plan helps you to persist through just about anything else. And then once you're able to do that, of course, you're going to prosper after that, however you define prospering. So for me, as an example, in this thousand push-up challenge, the interesting thing, or one of the interesting things for me was that it helped me get clarity and focus in other areas that had nothing to do with doing push-ups or exercise at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Could you give so I found that interesting. Like where did you find clarity? Like what's an example or how did that uh, play out? So for example, I'm a writer and I've been a writer for a long time and I've published books and articles and all of that, but I've never been real consistent in my writing. Okay. That's one area that I, I did not develop a really good habit around I, and I've been resistant to it the whole you should write every day, Maxim. <laughs> I just didn't buy into it, you know. Um, and this was something that got me to a point where I was like, no, this is what I need to be doing. I need to write every day. And it doesn't mean I have to publish something every day. It means I need to write every day. So whether that's writing just notes in, a, in my notebook, I, I have a, it's not really a journal, it's a planner slash journal called a panda planner that I use. So I write in there and then I go over on medium and I might start something, but not publish it yet because I like to do research before I write. And so I do that, but it got me to get very, very clear on what my goals were for writing and what I want to accomplish there. Um, which is beyond, I write fiction and nonfiction. So my goals for my fiction are different than my goals for nonfiction. And so I've been focusing on nonfiction a lot lately. And this is different than academic writing that I was already doing because I'm in school. So all of these things had different goals and, and doing this kind of challenge helped me to define those things better hmm. and then mm-hmm. start to do them and be more consistent about what I was doing. Mm-hmm. If like that makes when, sense. Like when you got clarity around, okay, I'm going to try to hit a thousand a day as opposed to just doing a bunch of push-ups every day then it kind of bled over to like, oh, maybe I should have a more specific goal around writing. Is that kind of what you're saying? And not just writing, but about, okay, I've been doing this academic writing and that's great. And I had to do that. And I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the research process. How can I now, and I've been consistent about that. How do I become more consistent about applying that to Arden Path Journal and doing Uh, the writing that I'm doing over here and then spread that to other people? Because my goal is, my overall goal is to help other people achieve their goals one bite size step, step at a time. And I've been this way for a long time, but I also didn't get clarity on that mission for myself mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. I started to go through some other processes and then, and define it. Um, and I, it, interestingly, I think it was sometime around doing this push-up challenge that I actually identified that as my mission that actually got written down and, and got clear, clear for me. 
was oh, okay. what I wanted to do to help other people. So there were there's a whole lot of things that happened, and this was combined with the fact that the education that I'm pursuing, I have, I'm getting a master's in educational psychology, but I have specializations in positive psychology and neuropsychology. Mm, okay. And so I was finishing up my positive psychology coursework last fall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so all of this was sort of coming to a head at the same time, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, man, I am such a big believer in like getting clarity and having a vision around exactly what you want or else, uh, it's going to be really hard to, hard to, uh, to get there. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So when you hit a thousand, how good did that feel that day? You know, it was pretty awesome because I was at ping pong with a bunch of the kids and some of those kids knew what I was doing. Okay. And so I, when I walked away and did the 50 and then came back, I wasn't all like jumping up and down and woohoo. Mm-hmm. I was pretty low key about it. And my daughter is in this ping pong club and I looked at her and I, and I think my son was there that day too. And I just said, all I said was a thousand. And she looked at me and he looked at me and they're like, huh? I said, 1000. And they knew exactly <laughs> what I was talking about. Oh, and cool. then some of the other kids were like, what are you talking about? I said, I, I hit a thousand pushups and they were just, Shocked. And then they offered me a Rice Krispie treat. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't, I don't eat Rice Krispie treats very often, but I happen to really like them. Okay. That's great. That's <laughs> so that great. was kind of fun. So that that's was my awesome. treat. That that's was my reward, cool. apparently. I, and that's, I will say this. I'm not real great about giving myself incremental rewards. Um, and it's something that a lot of people, I think, can benefit from. That's just not something I've always done. But it was really cool that they decided that I needed this Rice Krispie treat. That's like, awesome. That's, that's kind of awesome. neat. <laughs> yeah. So what would you uh, say to somebody or what kind of advice would you give to someone considering a physical challenge like this? Maybe not a thousand push-ups, but any kind of big uh, physical challenge. Um, I think first, decide why you want to do it. You know, For me, part of it was just the challenge of it and being intrigued. Could I actually do it? was my first question. And I wondered how it would change my body. I was very curious about that. Mm-hmm. How much change would I see if I did a thousand pushups in a day and, and had to build up to that? So I think getting very clear about why you want to do the particular activity is important because it helps to keep you motivated. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. If you don't know why you're doing it, it's awfully hard to keep doing and persisting through it. You know, mm-hmm. it's part of that planning process, come up with your why uh, for doing it. And that pretty much will drive you forward, I think. Because I know that that worked for me. That's worked for other people that I've worked with over the years. And so it's just getting really clear on that why. Did it like reshape your arms and your shoulders or whatever? Like you were thinking it would or? or? (laughs) It actually did. Awesome. (laughs) And my my father, when he first saw me after I was getting into, when I was getting up to like the 300 push-up mark and 400 push-up mark, my parents live in Omaha. So they're a good 30 minutes or so away from where we are. And so when he came out and he saw my arms, because I had a t-shirt or something, I was like, wow, you're looking kind of buff. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's great. That's great. That's awesome. So real quick, I've got to pick your brain one more time. So when you were doing the push-ups, were you always doing them in 25 increments or did it vary some? It was always 25 unless the shoulder was tweaked. Okay, and then it cool. would just, okay, that would cool. be the one thing that would change it because 25 was just an easy number to keep track of because <laughs> right. mean, it used to be, I do it in sets of twenties, but that was when I was doing my hundreds, but it all came down to what's an easy number for me to track. Okay. 
you know, because I didn't want to end on a number like 27 and then have to try and figure out what I was. Oh yeah. To do, I got gotcha. you. You know? Yeah, so it, gotcha. it really just came down to the easiest way to try things. Cause then I'm just doing a check mark. So like in my planner, I would do a check mark for every 25 that I did. Okay. Yeah. You know, awesome. Which awesome. was cool. And that used to be on my, pl- on my wall calendar. I did the same thing. So every, every check mark meant I did 25 of something or when I was doing my hundreds, it meant I did a hundred of that. Okay. You know, so I know what, what I was doing. If somebody's listening to this and they're kind of like, ah, I think I'm going to give this a shot. They want to try to get to a, a thousand. Uh, what would you say to like, would you encourage them to do that? Is this a good idea or what would you, what would you say to them? You know, it's, I, it's interesting. I've had a lot of people contact me because of the article. Um, they've either done it through Twitter or directly over on Medium um, with the article in the comments. And I think the f- one thing I would tell them besides the plan, have the reason why you're doing it and come up with your plan, definitely communicate with your doctor and make sure that you're ready to do something like this. Um, definitely know when to step back if your shoulders are bothering you because you it will get to your shoulders. Um that's the one thing I definitely learned. I joked about it before. You know, people told me I wish I would have known when I was starting what to expect with that. I had no idea sure. um, how much that would bother my my shoulder, but it did, and it and it still has. So it's one of those things that I that's still going on, and now I have to be careful and mm-hmm. do stuff with my shoulders a little differently. So to get get checked out by your doctor before you do any sort of endurance type challenge, you know my. My next thing is doing, I'm training for a half marathon, which I've never done. And so I've consulted lots of different people and who have already done it. I've, I've done a little more of that in the planning phase mm-hmm. to find out what, what they would tell me. What's the advice? And like, I don't plan on running on um, concrete because I've done that before and it was horrible. Sure. <laughs> and it was very painful. So I'm planning to run gravel or, or a, a trail. Nice. And I also... I hate heat, so I'm not going to do a run that's in the heat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. You know, but this is part of the planning. So I would tell people, focus on what your plan is, your why. And if you are someone who's starting basically from the couch, you need to go see a doctor and make sure you're you're in shape enough to start or they can give you advice on how to start. I, ha- I wasn't in that position, so I didn't feel like I needed to do that part. But I think if you are not active much, you probably should see a doctor first just to get the okay. Sure. And start slowly. Don't don't feel like you have to jump right in and do X number. No, have your minimum. Your bare minimum should just be something you can do in 30 seconds if you're talking about a mini habit. You know, one push-up doesn't take but a couple seconds to do. So your bare minimum is one. But then have your next minimum be whatever it is. If it's 10, 15, 20, whatever it is. And then you know that's my minimum. And then you hit your maximum. Don't go past your maximum. That way you don't burn out. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were days I... There were days I easily could have done more push-ups, and I, I just stopped and said, nope, I've hit my maximum for the day. I'm not going to do anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's draining. Uh, it can be mentally draining. Sure, sure. That's great. So uh, we'll definitely link to your article in the show notes, but where can people learn more about you at, uh, Corey? They can check things out over at ardentpath.com, um, or they can go to coreymillerwrites.com. And then over on Medium, I have Ardent Path Journal, where I post articles. And I don't, I don't write all the articles. That's actually not my goal. My goal is to have other people help out and write articles, too. Oh, cool. uh, but Ardent Path Journal over on Medium. Awesome. All right. Well, 
Thank you so much for coming on and chatting through this with me. I was fascinated by this article, so I begged you to come on, and I really appreciate you coming on and uh, and chatting about it. It was really fun, and you are uh, really sharp with this stuff, and I had, a, I had a blast connecting. Well, thank you, Matt, so much for having me. I was really looking forward to this because I thought, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so much fun, and it was. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, great job, and uh, hopefully you can come back on sometime. That'd be awesome. Hey guys, it's Matt again. Hope you loved that episode with Corey. A thousand push-ups in one day, and that incredible. I do push-ups virtually every day, and I don't. I've never come anywhere close to a thousand. So I'm very impressed by that. Um, that's it, guys. Hope you love this. If you need need anything from me, hit me up. Also, don't forget um, if you're interested in one-on-one coaching, try Coach.me. Use the promo code Matt East Week. That platform is full of amazing coaches, and uh, I guarantee you'll love it if you try it. If uh, you do try it, hit me up. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your feedback and and how it went. So um, that's it, guys. Make it a great day, and let me know if you need anything. Bye-bye.